0: On today's show, I catch up with one of the all-time greats of the Sydney Swans. Today's guest played 303 games in the red and white after making the move to the Harbour City from South Australia. In a big week for the club ahead of Marngrook at the SCG on Friday night, I sit down with an AFL Hall of Famer, two-time All-Australian, Bob Skilton medalist and Premiership Swan to reflect on his career. I hope you enjoyed the chat with Michael O'Loughlin.
1: Mickey O, uh, officially Michael O'Loughlin, welcome to Conversations with Cal. Thank you, mate. I've heard a lot about the uh, segment and... I'm absolutely rapt to be back at the SCG talking here. Yeah, and you just said that uh, Goodsy was a
0: chance to pop on, but he's um, changed his tune last minute.
1: Yeah, he, he thought it was an award-winning journalist who was going to do the questioning, oh, okay. and uh, he saw your name and he pulled the pin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. All right, well, uh, mate, well, you'll do then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the second caller. No, that's all right, mate. No, all mate, right. but when you are the... You are the first (laughs) ex-player that we've had on this show, and may I say that um, I don't think we've had anyone of your stature or profile just yet, so are you feeling a bit of
1: pressure? I am, absolutely. Have you podcasted before? Uh, No, I haven't. I I don't think so. Um, uh, As I said, always great to return to the SCG. Uh, I've heard lots about your segment, um, and i was very, very keen, and when I got the invite, uh, good. So here we are. Looking forward to seeing what you're going to fire at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
0: just bear with me here while I reminisce. Um, but this, the, the guest I've got sitting here, ladies and gentlemen, what an AFL career this guy's had. A, uh, And you can just jump in here, mate. I if, will. If I'm wrong. I if will. I'm wrong. Um, I've done my <laughs> research last night through Wikipedia. Oh, uh, yeah. So, and as a university lecturer once told me, Wikipedia <laughs> is not a credible source. Okay. So you might have to um, help me out here a little bit. Uh, two-time All-Australian. Correct Correct Sydney Best and Fairest Correct AFL Premiership Player Correct Two-time leading goal kicker I
1: think correct
0: Do you know what years they were? No 2000-2001 There you go Um, Two-time Deadlies Award Correct Now I'm not too sure what the the Deadlies are Could you maybe just give us a quick little snapshot of that?
1: uh, uh So yeah, really quick snapshot to yeah. the awards uh, for sport, entertainment, um, et cetera, for, for our people, for our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So Ripper. they're always a ripping night.
0: Beautiful. And you, uh, just more specifically, you were the deadliest male sports person of the year in 2009. There you go. Uh, Madden Medal 2009. Oh, that, yeah, correct. Big year 2009. For yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're an AFL Rising Star nominee, nine hundred ninety five. Yes. Yep. Um, probably, this might be probably one of your greatest, is Australian Football Hall of Fame. Yes, correct, yes. And uh, Indigenous Team of the Century.
1: That's uh, That sits right next to it, I yep. reckon.
0: And a bit of an interesting one, uh, you're a Foss Williams
1: medalist. Yes. In 1998, because you're an SA boy. The State of Origin, um, mm. was that was actually geez, a long, long time ago now, uh, against WA... I was lucky enough to kick a couple, and we won, and there you go. The rest is history. was able to – Foss Williams are obviously um, South Australian's equivalent, I guess, of E.J. Whitten. So yeah.
0: Where um, does State of Origin sit with you at the moment, actually? Because now we're on the topic. Yeah. I actually um, – I don't think many uh, players here at the Swans, one our young guys, wouldn't know much about State of Origin. <laughs> but I reckon it's an absolutely uh, great concept.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um as a kid growing up in South Australia, it was you know playing at a VFL team yep. was uh, you know the the dream. As a young junior coming through the ranks, and then after that was playing state of origin football it was huge. So yeah, watching the guys like um, Stephen Kernahan run around and kicking bags at goals, John Platten, yeah. it, was, it was it was incredible. And those uh, epic battles against uh, Victoria and WA were, were classic. So. Um, Every kid wanted to do it. When I was able to get that chance to do it as a 20 year old, 19, 20 year old, uh, jumped at the chance. Because usually they had the back of the day, it was that weekend off and everyone recovered and went home to see their families and those lucky enough to it for um, State of Origin duties. Uh, it was brilliant. How did you go
0: um, rocking up the training for State of Origin? Like You, so you said you were 20 years old? Yeah. Roughly. Must have been a little bit nervous seeing the Kernahans and the Plattens there.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, or did you have the chest out? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> as I said you watched a lot of these guys. I don't think Stephen uh, Kernahan played that game. I think Craig Bradley played, um, and then a host of other players from yeah. around the from around the uh, other VF, VF AFL teams. So, mate, um, it was good. I, was, I think I was the only one from Sydney. I uh, got to play with my boyhood, um, I guess, childhood hero Gav Wanganine, mm. played in that game as well. So. You know, big crowd at the foot, at the old footy park Yeah, uh, Don't know if you've ever played there, Cal No, I, I so. played my second game against the Power There yeah, you go actually. Um, So, uh, absolutely amazing um, uh, to be able to get out there, run around Had the whole family, I think I had the most tickets I probably had about uh, 50, 50 tickets from the SA NFL <laughs> uh, With all my cousins and family um, But brilliant, absolutely brilliant yeah, unreal. Do you think it'll ever come back? Like, what, uh, do
0: you do you want to see it back in the game?
1: I'd love, I'd love to yeah. see South Australia play uh, Victoria again. And then you take in the concept of the Allies, and just recently they've, uh, you know, they just announced the New South Wales team of the century, mm. uh, which a lot of our Swans players made. Yeah. Um, you can imagine those guys running around. What a, what an incredible team! Uh, yeah. So state of origin. In those days, was the pinnacle. You got to play against the best. Um, unfortunately, it's no longer around. It's a real shame. But you can see the demands of AFL footy at the moment. There's, there's a lot going on. Unreal. Now on the on the New South Wales tennis century. Now you have brought that up. Um,
0: I'm going to start a bit of a controversial um, oh little l- l- little segment Hang on. here with the um, with the <laughs> podcast. But Lewis roberts Thompson didn't get a gig. Oh, now go on. Now, now we've got Dane oh. Rampey, who's been named as an emergency. Wha- There's a travelling emergency Named in the team of the century In New South Wales Emergency? I don't know if Jordan knows if I can go there But I'm, I'm going to go there so, so.
1: So, so, so Louis missed out on... Louis missed
0: out He couldn't even get an emergency gig Two time Two time the... premiership player Holy... And a Swans legend hall of fame Who's picked the team? Um, was it?
1: Richard Gollis Oh Jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to give Richard a call yeah. But Jeez uh, um, that's controversial I mean You know LR LRT, well, LRT Is an absolute Gun. Um mm. big game player, played well in grand finals, um unlucky almost you know, could have won a Norm Smith. Um hard as nails. People hated playing on LRT, I can yeah. guarantee you from an opposition's point of view, you, you saw LRT coming towards you, you just you cringed a bit. Um and we matched up a fair bit on at training here mm. and then it was either Leo Barry or myself on each other, and then it was LRT versus Barry Hall, oh, good and on. there was elbows and, and and their weight was thrown around, and mm-hmm. they were absolute battles. And I a couple of times had to sort of separate them. So never took a backward step, LRT. I'm really surprised yeah. he, he did not make that team because I think if LR, if LR could get through
0: training on Barry Hall, oh. I think on game day he'd he'd, he'd be go. Oh, if I can get through that, then I can get through this bloke who I'm playing well, kind of against.
1: Uh, again, he's he's how I many? He, there's I think there's maybe five or six. Mm. Uh, two-time premiership players and he's one of them. Um, right. I'm actually he's staggered. He's I'm, I'm, <laughs> st- I'm staggered he's not in the team. I did not know that. I yeah. thought he just, I assumed he was in. Um, when you look at the players, like, you know, there was Kerry, Kelly, uh, McVay and, and, and et cetera. Longmire. Longmire, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So etc. Cetera, et cetera, And then um, I remember I just had a quick squeeze at the team on my, on my mobile phone and I didn't think, oh, I thought LRT was a shoo-in. Mm. Absolutely. Well, we've, I've gone off track. Of,
0: this is about you. It's about me. Yeah, Come just, on. I just thought that Jeez. I just had to kind of get a little bit thing off my chest. But get this um, thing back on track. Mate, you must look back. When I was going through your credentials just then, you yeah. must look back on your career and be extremely proud of what you got out of yourself.
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I mean, the, the, the pinnacle for every player is the premiership. Obviously, playing in that 05 grand final was amazing and winning it. I played in the nineteen ninety six one as a as a nineteen year old. I thought we'd win that quite comfortably. We got beaten, obviously, by North. I was, I was there that day. You were there. I was a North fan. Yep. Oh, geez. There. Yeah. Oh, jeez. There you go. You can get buggered. Um, that was an incredible journey. You know, nearly a hundred thousand people uh, were up at. Um, I think it may be half time. I haven't seen the game. Yeah. But um, what I remember, uh, they came out and they just uh, they kicked a the couple and, and the rest is history and. Disappointing as a 19 year old, went back into the sheds after the game. I yeah. saw a lot of the older guys cr- crying in tears, and I just didn't comprehend. I, th- I thought, no, well, don't worry, boys, we'll be back next year. And obviously, it didn't happen until uh, 2005. So, uh, to finally get one, that was, uh, was amazing. And, and probably, you know, you, you talk about being selfish from an individual. Um, point of view, accolades and bits and pieces. The Indigenous team of the century sits right next to it for me. Yeah, because I'd grown up, my heroes watching in the from our community was these Aboriginal players playing on on television. I didn't know you could make a living out of it, and I didn't know. And I always wanted. How can you? How can they do that? I want to do that as well. Yeah, and. You know, then the lessons come in. Work hard. Go to school. Eat the right foods. You know, play your best Unreal. effort. So those things you learn along the journey. Yep. Um, but those two things Sit side by side in my books. And what about some Indigenous players? Who were the Who were the names that stood out to you growing oh, up? Look, the, Gavin he's from the same football club in back home in yep. uh, in Adelaide, Salisbury North Footy Club. Big, strong ind, um, Indigenous community out there, and and uh, a lot of our uh, um, uh, players have come from that particular uh, location. Um, I, I was lucky enough to play with Derek Kickett here as well for a couple of years Derek was fantastic and really sort of helped me uh, and introduced me to a lot of the older players yeah. the Mark Bases of the world Paul Kelly's etc so those two uh, were incredible and then you, from just admiring from afar was uh, and sort of same era and, and same age as myself was Andrew McLeod um, was an absolute jet Michael Long obviously goes without saying so yeah mm-hmm. um, incredible players um, and before those guys I really when you join the AFL you get the opportunity to sit down with a lot of the older players just yeah. you'll meet them randomly in Melbourne or Perth or wherever and I was lucky enough to sit down with Sid Jackson um, and Sid played a lot of footy at Carlton, and, mm-hmm. and just listen to his stories about coming to the footy club where um, uh, the, the racism was was rife, and uh, and the crowd interaction with the players, and especially yeah. as an Aboriginal player, was was just, you know, how mentally strong he was, and, and others um, to obviously cop it, get on with the job, and just a lovely lovely old man who was just had. Uh, incredible stories and I was a Carlton fan growing up as well so yeah, um, it, yeah it was uh, it's AFL uh, football playing at AFL um, at that level it certainly opens a lot of doors you can get to meet a lot of incredible people
0: yeah you did touch on the racism stuff and I would yep. like to come back to that yep um, but now I'm not sure how well known this story is to the public, but I've certainly heard it. That when you were selected from the Swans, you know, yep. you would be fair to say you were pretty close early in a few weeks of shutting up shop and, and, and <laughs> moving back to SA.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Could you maybe give us uh, a little insight into yeah, your mindset look, back then? A lot, of, I think, a lot of Swans people know this story. Yeah. But I was a, a Carlton supporter, and obviously with the draft, they the, the clubs come and knock on your door, and they introduce themselves to your parents and have a cup of tea and say, oh, "Look." We've been watching you for a while. We, we're interested yeah. uh, in drafting you. And, and one of the clubs, obviously Carlton, was the first club that came knocking on the door. And as far as I was concerned, that was it. I was sold. I'm going to Melbourne. You know, I'm going to play for the Blues. This is how good's this, mum. Yeah. And um, I'm the oldest of six kids, uh, single parent. And uh, you go through, um, you know, then the next call came through, then the next visit. And I had, the, I think it was the Demons, Brisbane Bears, who our recruiting manager, Kinnear Beatson, was their recruiting manager at, right. the st- at that stage yeah. uh, came and had a cup of tea with mum and the last team to come was uh, the Sydney Swans and and you, everyone's got to remember through those early 90s the Swans were absolute shit <laughs> yeah. Can I say that on this podcast? They say sure the hell you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were terrible. They're the worst team in the competition. Yeah, um, I had no interest in playing for them. Yeah. I hated their colours. I hated their song. So, um, well, as far as I was concerned, I was a, I was a Carlton Blues uh, supporter and was going to play for them. Yeah. So the draft comes. I'm watching it on television, and it gets to. I was really lucky that when Carlton left my house, they said, "Look, we really like you, Mick. Um, if we get everything in the draft, we're going to take you at pick 41. And I said, "Oh my God, this is amazing, guys! We don't usually say that to kids, but um, we're real like we're, we're invested yeah. in you." So the draft comes, and Jeff White's number one. I think it was Shannon Grant, and then Anthony Rocker both came to the Swans at um, that same year, and then the host of others. Then you got to the pick thirty-five, and I thought, okay, pick forty-one. Up mm. a couple more picks, a couple more picks. You know, pick 36, seven, eight, 9. Got to pick forty, and the Sydney Swans select. Michael O'Loughlin, and I went, oh, shit. Pricks. And I started crying. Yeah. Uh, didn't wanna, I didn't want to... was like, Mum's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? I so said, I've just been drafted to the Swans. Mum's jumping up and then, Hey good's that? So I'm have like, you had much correspondence with Sydney pre? Yeah, 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 just just okay. the, the, the visit. Yep. So again, they'd watched all the footy they need to watch, but they wanted yep. to shake your hand, have a cup of tea with your family, to, just to get to know gotcha. what, what yep. kind of kid you are, whether you're a rat bag or not. And um, it was it. It's, I, I don't even know who Carlton... Picked at pick 41 because I was in in the corner crying I still don't know yeah um, it's uh, that someone's mentioned to me but I one ear out the other and um, the phone rung it was the Carlton Blues they said sorry Mick we're going to take you At pick 41 we had you ready to go good luck in Sydney we we'll look forward to watching your career and I said please sir can you change he goes no and he hung up uh, the phone <laughs> rung again I yeah. thought it was a Carlton guy again it was a Sydney Swans hey Mick we're so wrapped we got you can't wait till you get to Sydney I hung up on them <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just out of it I was never going to play for yeah. the, the, the the red and white and um, they rang back my mum gave me a clip across the ear and took the phone off me and said oh Mick can't wait to get to Sydney and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was over the other side crying and the swan said oh can we speak to Mick and she said oh unfortunately he's just outside celebrating with his cousins and there was only me and mum at home um, so mum just played the uh, had the game face on and just said i can't wait he's, he's absolutely thrilled and which was the complete opposite and then i was lucky enough to get on the plane got got to sydney and the officers were on the other side in the uh area and um i got back uh i was lucky enough craig holden uh who is um still with the swans uh incredible person craig who's uh, an ex-player and now runs a lot of the welfare stuff here and he said, "Have you ever seen the SCG?" And I said, "Oh no!" And he, he took me out, and as soon as I saw the SCG and had a walk on the Oval, I fell in love with the place, and um, the rest is history. Far out! Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, have you given much thought,
0: mate? Have you actually given much thought to to what your direction? your life would have taken had you have not got on that plane and come to Sydney?
1: Oh, look. Have uh, ever run three miles. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, everything I have and, and uh, have accomplished I obviously owe to this football club and uh, in my view there's no one more red and white than me. Um, uh, I'd be digging holes back in Adelaide um, if it weren't for the footy club. Um, if I'd gone to Carlton, you know, I would have had some success. But it was a really strong side to to break into, that 95-Carlton team, because they won the premiership. They lost two games. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough to come my first year in 95 and play, I think it was 10 or 11 games in my first year, straight from under-17s football. So um, I thank my lucky stars that uh, it, it all worked out well. Um, I, you know, obviously still live here in Sydney 20-whatever it is years later. Yeah. Um, incredible place my wife my three kids my son's in the Swans Academy he's obsessed with the, with the Swans how's he going uh, he's, he's, he loves it he's a lefty just um, he doesn't think dad could play he likes his uncle Adam um, yeah, uh, no. so he's um, he's enjoying it uh, we come to most games and watch you guys battle <laughs> correct <laughs> yeah. um, but it's uh, life is good mate I can't complain yeah we well, chatting about kids let's chat about when you were a child
0: um now, well, let's go down my research path there again. There we go. go yes, research yes. path again. Now, your um You got your mother's maiden name, O'Loughlin. Yep. O'Loughlin. Yep. Um, and that came from her Irish great 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 grandfather. Yes. Yes. C- correct. Um, your ancestors. He's. <laughs> <it's> just like. <laughs> you know, This more is a good me. plug for um, Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but your ancestors, they were uh, uh, Czech. So, yes. Czech so Jews. That's my, yep. that's my father's side, yep. yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, Indigenous Australian and you also have Irish and English heritage yeah. as well yeah it's um, I think you know, obviously <laughs> like you know you're a big figure in the Indigenous community but there's also another side to to yourself that yeah. you know it's it's actually really interesting to learn I, I was sitting there going last night going <laughs> questioning Wikipedia <laughs> I was like oh what's going on here but um, there's a, anyway there's, a, there's
1: a quite a mixture there yeah, yeah there? it's good it's um, good
0: but I'd love to get some insight into growing up in Adelaide as a child what it was like for you and yeah. particularly being Indigenous. Was, was your community very Indigenous community?
1: Yeah, so look, uh, we live 30 minutes out of Adelaide, a yep. place called Salisbury North, and grew up there, and a lot of big Indigenous uh, community there, very diverse. Um, my mother's family, uh, the Narunga mob uh, on the leg of South Australia, my father's yep. mob are the Nuttendjeri, which are the Lake Coorong, so in the Coorong and uh, Lake Alexandrina there, and um, and we all evolved I guess from the Gum in uh, in South Australia so um, which is the CBD of Adelaide I guess if you if you to make it easy for your listeners yep. for your three listeners um, 14 <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know those three um, communities tribes you know really helped made uh, and shaped me uh, were taken back to communities uh, to as a kids and spent all our Christmas holidays and school holidays there got to lear- learn um, and, and speak to a lot of our uncles and aunties who were born and raised on there where my grandmother and my grandfather is uh, are from. So uh, r- really pr- proud of that. Yeah. But you know, I was born and raised in the city. Um, played a lo- all of my football in the city, um, but continue to go to the communities uh, whenever a chance I got. Uh, so and it's like our whole family, and it's really. You know, I've always said to people like, If you don't know where you're from You don't know where you're going And it's a, it's really You know Again Proud of our Aboriginal um, heritage But also proud of the, our Irish heritage And yeah. Czechoslovakia Because the journey For those guys to, to come here And obviously meet And, and, and speak to um, The local mob in South Australia And fall in love with These incredible ladies And what not And, whatnot and mm-hmm. produce kids And then and Here I am um, It's interesting Like it's a, it's a I was lucky enough to go and play uh, in Ireland uh, for Australia, uh, Gaelic footy. It's an incredible game. I don't know yeah. if you have ever played it, Cal. I've never, I've never got uh, caught oh, up, mate. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Um, well yeah, we have to represent Australia <laughs> first, mate. Um, <laughs> and, and I was lucky enough to do that. We won the, we won the series. But over there, when you they pulled out the, the I guess the, um, the program to see who the players and what numbers they were, Yeah. Obviously, Australia number nineteen, Michael O'Loughlin. Is, mm. is, in Ireland and everyone's yeah. going oh geez, who's this O'Loughlin guy you should be playing for us and they look at the program they saw me running around with it <laughs> they said who's this little black fella running around out here and it was amazing uh, it was incredible they bloody they just embraced me uh, everywhere I went it was just you're that O'Loughlin guy like, hey and because obviously they'd watched the games against Ireland yeah. um, very very proud of our uh, Irish um, ancestry and, and and whatnot. so everywhere I go i, I you know to this day ty connelly and i are just you know great great mates and we yeah. spend not uh, say pat's day together we we go to a lot of the irish functions around town together it's awesome. and we just it's a really um a really i mean a really fortunate being able to to articulate that and meet some long lost cousins along yeah. the journey so
0: yeah yeah well it's funny you say that because uh last year there was a handful of us so ancestry dna um did a did a, a dna test of us to actually about five or six of us just for a little bit of content piece for the club and yeah. they tried to um i tried they actually successfully worked out like our heritage and things like that through um you're to like spit in a cup and yep. things like that and one of the we had a big discussion about it afterwards um it was getting filmed and there was um a gentleman there who was facilitating everything and um you just had a comment to me then yeah You don't know where you're going unless... So you don't know where you're going until you know where you're from. Exactly right. And a lot of us, to be honest with you, were um, very, very envious of the Indigenous community because um, after doing this test, because we actually felt quite embarrassed that um, I didn't actually... I I had a rough kind of idea of my ancestors and things like that, but I actually didn't even um, have have much kind of... um, insight yeah. into where, where they came from and things like that and I thought I was Scottish but then I actually worked out I was English yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, look it's yeah. incredible the um, um, you know we trace our great 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 grandfathers back so very yeah. fortunate to be able to do that and, and and go through the history of our of our people which you know um, as you mentioned a lot of people don't yeah. know yeah exactly so, right yeah I'm very lucky Schooling, Mickey O in yes. the classroom. Talk to me about that. <laughs> uh, Swordbury North Primary, uh, was, was great. I was always, my mum's involved in education, so okay. I learned really early. <laughs> if, I, if I was getting in trouble at school, there was no footy. So to make things happy and mum happy at home, yeah, was, you know, don't play up. And I was a little bit of a rat bag, but I was a, I was more of a smart ass than a, um, a rat bag, and I was, um, uh, it's quite. Fun. It's come full circle because Adam Goods and I are taking the Go Foundation back to my old primary school and high school and, and offering all our in, uh, Indigenous community and more put to the point, our kids scholarships to help with their schooling.
0: Well, it's nice they want you back. That go, <laughs> you're, you're back. Get out of there. <laughs> oh, well, I had. A, yeah. I
1: said to the guys. Yeah. When we, tro- when we first made the uh, initial discussion about where do you guys want to take the foundation next, and we both said, oh, let's go to Adelaide. We're both from there. Yep. Let's start at my school. Big Indigenous community there. It makes sense. And, and the kids need, and the parents and the community need a lot of help there. It's a tough neighbourhood. And um, I just remember getting off the plane, car out to um, my mum's house, and she still lives around the corner, uh, went to the school and went, jeez, walking up that hallway to the principal's office just brought a flood of memories back to me yeah <laughs> I had the cold sweats going Jesus, uh you know, the last time i was there i got in trouble uh you know for talking in class and um go and see the michael i can go and see the principal yeah you could go and write you know 100 words do yeah. not talk in class it is rude so it was yeah just, you know, like, it just brought all these memories back and uh it was brilliant being able to go back there and They've obviously um, there's my photos up there with my swans gear. It's just I, I didn't know it was up. Yeah, it's just incredible. I, I I was really flattered, and, and I had the sort of the um the the emotion sort of coming back because I spent I had really good mates there who yeah. who uh, who I still speak to to this day. And, uh, great to take the foundation back there and, and help uh, the next generation coming through.
0: Exactly right. And what we'll, we'll, being it um an Indigenous young man, like what yep. were the certain challenges that you did face kind of, um, what was it, um, you I came th- from a, a big Indigenous community that yeah. you said, so yeah. Whereas some guys I've spoken to um, had some certain challenges with fitting in, was that ever the case for you?
1: Oh, look, I've always said the thing that made me the person I am is is, is my mother is obviously the, the strength that she showed to put herself through TAFE to become an educator yeah, um, and, and to get a job and to feed her kids and to clothe her kids. So um, straight from the Housing Commission houses, um, was uh, you, you didn't know you were poor till I, till I got to high school and people had all these um, I guess things Nokia thirty three ten no phones back we still had the pay phone, pay yeah. phones at, uh, on the corner but um, the latest shoes and, and the gadgets and bits yeah. and pieces and bikes and it, it, it was tough but um, we never went without and don't get me wrong but it was yeah. just you know five bucks to go to the, ten bucks to go to the zoo uh, on an excursion it was tough for mum I was like I could spend it on bread milk and you know, yeah, but enough. Yeah. So it was like, no, you're missing this. So they're the things that we want our kids to never ever miss out on, and um, yeah. and that's why we started the foundation. So every kid that we can possibly come, um, uh, engage to to be a part of, we we want to help and support them. So mm. we don't need any more AFL, NRL, rugby union, Indigenous players. We we yeah. we're pretty good. The, the systems done. Sport's been an incredible vehicle for our people. We need more people finishing school, going to university running organisations in the top end of town mm. and that that's great role model stuff so mm. that's what we're trying to create um, we'll forever have people our mob running around on footy fields and netball courts um, and that's great and we need, we need to continue to do that but we need more people finishing school and going to universities you have led into the my next segment
0: perfectly, perfectly. I've read like, you like a you book you have
1: right? like uh, so Well, that was the thing since leaving the AFL I
0: reckon you've probably been you've been as busy as ever yep so what's life thrown your way since retirement um, other than this amazing basketball career I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm hearing of, just quickly on that, is it true that you got jabbed to play in a grand final
1: in a basketball game? Yeah, yeah stupid yeah. me. I'm yeah. I'm 42 now. You yeah. know, my, my wife just rolls her eyes. She's like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> um, but just to get through, I, like I love basketball. I played yeah. basketball before. I played AFL footy. Uh, Paul Roos started this team, and we uh, he's obviously moved on. Uh, we've put him out in the pasture, and the, the younger blokes have taken the taken the reins. And we're a successful team. We're called the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, so the team currently is myself, uh, captain, coach, and, and main player, uh, <laughs> Marky, <A. laughs> rating best and fairest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Craig Bolton was instrumental. He's obviously moved to America at the moment uh, to pursue an NBA career. Not, yeah. um, but he's. Uh, he and I started this thing with the, the current pl- uh, ex-player. So we got Brett Kirk's um, playing, and we got to tell Kirkie to stop tackling people on the basketball court. It's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, he gets sent off every second week. Uh, Adam Goods plays. I yep. um, made Goodsy sit out his first game on the bench for a half. He said, mate, you just need to earn your stripes first, son. And uh, <laughs> So he sat on the bench. Uh, and he's looking at me going, am I right? Am I right? And I said, no, mate, calm down, I'll let you know. <laughs> it's quite it was quite. I think it was a humbling experience yeah. for Adam. Uh, it was Tim Schmidt, X1, Stephen Doyle's X1. Uh, Are you
0: responsible for Jeremy Laidler's ACL? Oh, no, no, not, I didn't okay. play that game. Okay. So oh. Jeremy,
1: for those at home who don't know, played, uh, played a game. He's uh, a really consistent performer for the Vikings and uh, <laughs> ro- rolled his ankle trying to do – I wasn't there. He tried to pick my slack up. Yeah. And uh, ultimately Rolled his, uh, his, his knee And he's in some trouble But my remark to Jeremy is, Was your man's got to know His limitations And uh, <laughs> um, hopefully he's learned A valuable lesson When he gets back And look for, b- back forward To his rehab yeah. And uh, Big Dean Cox Is coming into play uh, He's not a Swan though mate He didn't play I know But swans, he's part of the Swans no. team uh, Coaching staff now right, And he's looking to uh, He's pretty handy And he was handy, yeah, handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he came in And, and uh, pulled some rebounds And, and uh, look It's a lot of fun. We play yeah. every every Monday night. Uh, we're, It's great. We put it up on social media every now and then. It's, it's awesome. It's brilliant work,
0: mate. We have a laugh. So the Go Foundation, that's probably taken up a um, big chunk of your life since retiring. Yeah. Um, explain the purpose for us and how did it all begin?
1: Um, look, I touched on it a little bit, but the foundation, Goodsy and I started uh, a while ago now, nearly 10 years. I think it's 10 years at the end of this year, So, yeah. uh, which is brilliant. We've... Uh, Goody and I've always as we've always done at our time here at Sydney a lot of the school visits and um, teaching about AFL healthy lifestyles and, and the importance of education I guess uh, the foundation when I retired was something I was always going to do we took it to, and sp- spoke to Adam with a good friend of ours James Gallish and as the co-founders um, we tried to do everything we tried to save the world um, yeah. and it's just it was unsustainable so we decided to concentrate on one thing and that was education and we approached the Swans. Andrew Ireland was a big supporter for us, and Richard Collis, and um, we were able to find a space in the back and and uh, chip away. And we started all these programs, and um, eventually we are now um, a, a very successful um, and w- in terms of outcomes for our kids uh, finishing, completing school, and mm. going to university. So we're, that's football's been an amazing journey, but the Go Foundation is going to be our legacy, and we make no bones about that. Football was unbelievable, but um, We've got to now help others achieve their dreams, and not everyone can play sport. And at the elite level, it's great fun. It's and you earn great money, and you can look after a lot of people with it. But everyone can get up early in the morning, mm. get on the bus, and, and get to work on time, and and you know do what you have to do. And what we were trying to create is a sense of pride in community, yep. and I do that with my with my work too. So I own a both Adam and I own a business. Um, and, and the, my business is called ARA Indigenous Services, and we're one of the biggest... Plug. Yeah, plug. We're one of the, <laughs> we're, we're one of the biggest Indigenous cleaning companies in Australia, and yeah. um, creating opportunities like the Go Foundation yeah. for our people to have a sense of pride that I earned that. No one's given it to me, and, you know, it, it, it's a very powerful, powerful thing, and sports been an amazing tool to help achieve those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the foundation and, and work, um, I've just... I get up in the morning with with energy and, and a spring in my step to keep on creating opportunities. It's unreal. I, th- I was um, on my research last night. I went on the website.
0: You've done something like sixty eight scholarships. Yeah, uh, there's um, thirteen schools and universities that you've you've um, penetrated that have got yeah. gone, have taken up. You know, obviously your initiative as well.
1: We're about to launch the the ones back at my old school. There's, I think there's about another seventy. So far out. That'll be yeah. that'll happen in the next couple of weeks, to tell you the truth. And um, yeah. um. You know, bloody proud and um, of what Adam and James and myself, and with an, an amazing team um, board to be able to execute yeah. what we what we've sort of had this vision of what we wanted to do. So to be able to do it was is is something special.
0: Is there is there a, is, is there a kid or um, young person uh, that stands out to you that, that that's don't look? Like, is there someone in the early days that have might have
1: um, stood no, out no, to you? I'm not really because the thing is they, they they they've all got different dreams and aspirations. Yeah, and so it's like Aboriginal communities not one Aboriginal community they're not all the same thing but and that's what's happened in the past with you know you're taking all these Aboriginal people you put them on communities and missions and say you guys need now to get along and you know around Australia before European settlement history there was you know 300 plus um, communities I mean talking about tribes so like any other like every other community not every tribe got along not every Mm. community got along so all of a sudden, white people got here and put them all on communities and reserves and, and whatnot, and said, "Get along." And um, and you know, talking about our kids, they all have different issues that they need to deal with, and we're there to help each and every one of them. And um, they've all got, uh, I guess, to 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 help them uh, really dream and to see what's possible and what's out there, and uh, that's what the Go Foundation has been able to do. And, um, we want to tell them. We want to tell our kids that now's the time that they've got an, an amazing opportunity, and that their great grandfather or grandparents didn't have mm. um, on community. So uh, that's what the, the Go Foundation stands for.
0: Mate, unreal. Mate. And I, um, I, I did do a lot of reading through the, uh, the website last night. I think yeah. it's absolutely unreal. And you're also partnering with some um, amazing yeah, organizations like KPMG and QBE on there as and well. So it's like becoming people a, are jumping on board. Absolutely. Yeah. And,
1: you know, it's like when Adam got, and I got here kicking a footy around at 17 year old, we had no idea how to train and behave like an elite footballer mm. it took mentors to do that so for me it was guys like Paul Kelly Mark Bays you mm. know you watched them how they trained how they conducted themselves and their their presence and what they ate what they drank so you just soaked it up and um, creating opportunities is about for, for work um, and also our scholarship holders is exactly the same thing you need and running a successful vision you need great people around you yeah not only that it's helped your basketball career as well <laughs> <or> yeah. <laughs> yeah prolonged
0: it um, now probably the most important segment um, when this goes to air is that uh, we're on the approach of Indigenous Round yes um, super round playing the pies Friday night um, look going to be a going to be a brutal game as always against the pies but what's the meaning of Indigenous Round to you very very personal um,
1: to you obviously yeah um, um, Goods yeah. and I uh, Look it, it is It's been a great initiative from the AFL And, and uh, all its supporters uh, Good and I are really lucky We actually get to present the, the, the Go medal mm. The Goods Lachlan medal uh, To the best player um, On the ground on, on, on that particular week So That's a, a huge honour A massive yeah. feather in our cap To be able to, to, be able to do that um, And we're really humbled by um, you know, the, the opportunity to do that and the the fa- I guess the when you talk about Indigenous round and Mangrove round, it's, it's a chance for us to talk about our culture yeah. because our culture is your culture. Yeah. Um. You know, our country is your country, so it is um, an amazing opportunity to talk because we love talking about our people, um, and, and our elders and and showing respect to uh, those those who have gone before us. So it's not just about football now. Yeah. It was. It's not now. It's more. It's more. It's a lot more. So the support that. Um, again I get really emotional I talk about this football club because it means so much to me the The way that they've just embraced myself Adam and, and other Aboriginal players to this football club and uh, what they're doing in community not just with the Indigenous side of things with um, with with things happening out in the local community here is amazing and um, you know, I've always said and I will to my last breath that they've always been the leader in that regard mm. um, but Marn Grook round's a special round. It's it's for everyone and we wanna we yep. wanna keep on celebrating it.
0: And I think it is important to recognise that I wanna um, you know, talk about this, but it must be really tough seeing racism still kind of um, yeah. you know, being being highlighted a little bit. I think recently, um, Eddie Betts has had it a number yep. of times last two years. Liam Ryan recently who's mm. um it's who's, taken taken more more marks than anyone that bloke. But, um, <laughs> but mate, it it, it it must be um as someone that's had a big stature in the game Like yourself um,
1: Must be a bit of a kick in the guts It is mate yeah. I, You can't believe that the garbage that gets served up sometimes uh, With society And yeah. what's happening out there I mean Trying to make a living And and and, and uh, support your family is tough enough Like that's it's hard work and, you, and people because of that come to the footy Think they have the the, the right to, to yell Racial abu- abuse to, to mm. certain players And I've spoken to Eddie Betts about it And Eddie's I can't believe it. Has anyone brought more joy and 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 smiles to people's faces oh, nah. than Eddie Betts? Nah. Like, no, like seriously, like yeah. you go. Opposition players love him, and yeah. and opposition fans love him, and I just cannot comprehend. I can't understand is probably the best word. I just do not know why the, the reason why they would yell out absolute garbage um, to Eddie and and, and others. so and particularly when he kicks a goal, he actually embraces the crowd yeah, all correct. the time. Like He gets around them. and oh, yeah, it just goes to good. show you what kind of people these, these guys are. And yeah. again, this will never get stamped out. In my view, it will never get stamped out. we just got to keep educating people and making a stand. Yeah. Um, I spoke to Eddie about it. Eddie's fine. He's he's just cut because, um, you know, he... Eddie's like one of the all time not only great footy players but one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet one Mm. of the great guys just launched a uh, a a children's book doing amazing things in community so you know what I mean like it's it's, uh, bizarre I don't know understand Uh, you're not born a racist you learn you learn that stuff so Um, yeah um and I copped a lot as a, as a junior kid, and I used to deal with that with my fist, and and obviously we, um, that's not the way you you behave yeah. and do things, and um, learnt that pretty quickly. But yeah, it's uh, and you fear for your kids with that stuff yeah. more than anything, and yeah. uh, just got to keep on educating and making sure that they're strong, and and you know, it's a it's a ploy to get you off and distract you off your game.
0: And obviously, the most
1: public one was your your close mate yep. in, in Adam Goods,
0: um, uh, just a little little side thing that the players got the opportunity to see we were on a community uh, community camp in Wollongong so we got a great opportunity to watch his um, his documentary yeah um, that's I think coming out in a couple of weeks yep. in the Sydney film festival um, as one of his best mates like what was it like for you during that time like um, oh mate, man like I'd be really curious to Adam's thoughts would be great but as a yeah. best mate what, Look, what it, are
1: you it was tough and, yeah um, Adam's uh, Adam's a, a strong individual like, mm. and he carried the, the weight of that, uh, and what he went through was just incredible. I my part in that was really small. I, I just I was his shoulder, to, so not to cry, on, but to and have a, an ear for him to talk to someone about um, who knows everything about Adam. His insides and outs. You yeah. know, like it's just we're that close to the Godfather of my kids. He's helped raise my kids. Um, so I remember watching. Uh, I think I made commentated about it in the documentary. Um, I, I said watching the West Coast game over in Perth mm. and the the, the the amount of booing. But I was watching it with my boy, who was you know he's, he's obviously a lot younger than what he was uh, that he's now, and he actually said, "Dad, why why is the crowd booing Uncle?" And, and mm. I, I nearly saw, I lost it, like I had tears coming down my down my down my side, because I I struggled to articulate to my six year old why these people were saying and booing the things and I had to have a conversation about racism and, and other things and hateful things. It was sitting there watching the footy. Confronting it was, day, yeah. It was, yeah. man. It was really... And we're at home on the couch. So that was the toughest conversation I've had to had with, I think, anyone. Um, and Goods and I have had some tough conversations over the journey, but um, that was tough because it was my boy and he didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, why do people do that, Dad? Um, 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 you know Like it yeah. was so bloody hard Um Goodie flew back I uh, spoke to him We went around his house that night um, I think it was the day after the game And just said Mate just put my arm around him Hugged him and Yeah Shed a tear And gave him a kiss And the kids just cheered him up uh, We got a feed And we re- We didn't really didn't touch on it that much But That's uh, That's a That's a uh, a, a, I guess a time and space where Australia will look back on itself, and certainly our supporters around the country, whether you're Swan supporter or not, will look back and be ashamed of yourself. And mm. um, that you, we, you know, we did this to an amazing player who sits rightfully at that top level where yeah. not many of us get to that uh, that he should be occupied um, and thought about. So we drove him out of the game, and it's, it's a Uh, reflection on, I guess, Australia being able to put the mirror up against um, themselves as well. Um, Real shame. Yeah. My, um, after watching that doco and the comments about the Mm. West Coast game,
0: my own own personal reflection of, Mm. um, particularly of that game, because I was at West Coast at the time and I was playing in that game, and um, it does stick out in my mind that it was so... um, it was really, really deafening that sound. Like yeah. I, 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 I was uh, as a player, like I was a young player, and I was kind of just like, oh. I don't, I don't. And then, but I actually felt after the doco, like looking back in my own reflection, like I actually felt a bit embarrassed that, um, but I kind of wasn't aware. Yeah. Do You know what I mean? And, 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 and that was the and that was the big thing for me. Is that I felt like, um, you know, now I'm, I'm now I'm at the Swans. And I'm, I feel a little bit more connected to, to what yeah. happened at the time. It was a bit embarrassing Like I was like Oh my god Like I can't believe that It didn't even register In my mind And and things like that
1: It is a It's like it's. I mean education's the key It doesn't matter Don't matter how old you are You've got to continue to learn Otherwise you get You stand still And you You know Um, Racism is one of those things A lot of the guys When you get to Sydney Myself Adam Or Derek Kickett Robbie Armatt, Fred Campbell The guys who played here A lot of their first Real Lengthy conversations with an Aboriginal person was in that locker room Yeah, Do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just because wherever you grew up and the people you associate with and you hang out with and kick a footy with or play basketball with, you know like that was their first conversations and they would ask questions and it was it was for us it was fantastic because we get to talk about culture and, yeah. uh, and our journeys and their journeys as well. So football and sport is an amazing place and the locker rooms the best. That's what I miss about the uh, footy yeah. the most. I miss the locker room more than anything than playing kicking a footy around kicking yeah. goals. Um, and so we're fortunate because we can do that. Now the people that are on the 15th floor in the CBD mm. might not see an Aboriginal person. They get yeah. on the train, yeah. they go home, they come back on the train, they go to work, they sit in the 15th floor, they do their work, earn their pay. Same thing, repeat. Yeah. For 10, 15 years. Where do you get the opportunity to have that conversation about the country that you live in that's been occupied for 60,000 years by these amazing, incredible survivalists and have um, taken care of the land and have valuable information to pass on? So, um, sport's a great place to do that. and a lot of people when you're watching um, and I don't know it's the educational side of things for me yeah. when people say things they don't have no idea what they're talking about mm. and how hurtful that is because those names they go oh a mo- he's just called him a monkey well that's a derogatory term that's been used for centuries for black people to, to, to keep them in their place Yeah. and you know it might be an off the cart remark to those guys but that's been passed through, through our grandfathers our grandmothers saying oh he used to be called a monkey every second day yeah you know what I mean so, exactly a, right. yeah. so they're, they're really um, yeah and then it's it's quite funny when that person gets singled out for being a racist and, yeah. and whatnot. then they go through the education and, oh I didn't know that oh wow and uh, I'm not really like that that's not me I don't you know but yeah. what gives you what goes through your mind to be able to say that in the just because you've got the passion for your footy club flowing through your veins mm-hmm. and you know your blood's at it's a tight You're game right. and what gives you the right to call someone an abo or or, or or whatever? So yeah, yeah, it's um, it's frustrating, mate. As you said, wait, I don't think we'll stamp it out in our lifetime. But what we can do is keep on educating people. But I think you have
0: summed it up just you have summed it up quite well. Is in the sense that if you, um, you know, the example you used mm-hmm. of um, you know, office worker working in office doing yeah. that for twenty years. Um, so now I look back and think, go oh, well the the best education you can you can give yourself is actually spend time with yeah. indigenous people and that's why I'm looking back going like oh, I've played footy my whole life and I've had so many mates that yep. are indigenous and things like that and you build a connection and you start generating a lot more understanding mm-hmm. that's probably the best education you can get spend time with them it's yeah. amazing
1: and now, now owning a business and, and going to meet the top end of town and yeah. corporates a lot of these corporates now have cultural awareness uh, uh, sessions and training yeah. just to, it's it's great for business. It's it's really good to educate your employees, and and mm. as I said, it's not just Aboriginal people that are that are copping um, it, it. People from all uh, walks of life. Um, and Australia's a, a huge place. As far as I'm concerned, there's plenty of room for everyone, <laughs> and it's yeah. it's quite interesting. No one's ever asked Aboriginal people how they feel about um, people coming um, and and living in Australia. It's it's amazing. Out that's what this makes this country really amazing. The, the v- diversity and the multiculturalism um, and, uh, of everyone is just amazing. Mm. And for people not to embrace that and think that's, you know, it's just, it, it my blood boils every now and then. Mm. Um, but um, we just need to keep on giving and educating um, the broader community so not just footballers have a charity, help others to achieve their dreams own a business, employ as many people as you can, help them earn a living. So the method from becoming mm. a skinny kid from Adelaide to playing games, achievements were fantastic. But um, there's, as I said, it's not going to be our legacy. The legacy is going to be the foundation, creating opportunities for our people as business owners, because we need, I'm the first business owner in my family, mm. and my family has stretched back centuries. So- And by looking at you, mate, mate, you're (laughs) you're dressed like a bloody good one. (laughs) (laughs) But you you see where the the, the method and the madness is, is just we've got to keep providing role models for our young people to look at me in a suit, look at Adam in a suit, having things that I never had when I was a kid, being able to show them, okay, you don't have to kick a footy to do that. You can educate yourself, finish school, go to university, earn a a lot of money on a great career and provide for your family and you support your community. Because Aboriginal—that's what we do. We support each other. We 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 um, we get around to make sure we're okay. When you you know, and I, where I grew up, if you had nothing, someone else would help you, and then when you had something, you would help them. So hmm. uh, whether that was food, clothes, or or, or, um, or whatever. So um, I don't really try to complicate things. Just treat people on their own merit. And if they're you know if they're a dickhead, well you know you you tend to sort of get away from from yeah. those people, and if they're uh, good blokes, you, you hang around those guys and share stories and see if you how you can help each other um yeah unfortunately though we'll uh we'll continue to see this ugly ugly head uh called racism um poke it up poke up every now and then beautiful mickey oh you've been extremely generous <laughs> with your time mate um
0: mate i, I know yeah that there's a saying out there contact the busy people because they'll always give you time yeah. so um i actually just made that saying up <laughs> so uh, saying up. but um mate you've you're doing amazing things in the community yeah, um did amazing things, things on the footy field, mate. That's obviously a small part of your life, but the the stuff you're doing in the community, mate, is absolutely a ripper. Appreciate and, it, uh, mate. Good thanks. luck with the basketball career as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me, mate. No worries, awesome, mate. thanks, Cheers. mate. Cheers, thanks, Mickey.